This is the Marked Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Mary Margaret West and Elizabeth Heineman. Each episode, we'll talk about what God's doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We are so glad you've joined us today. Welcome to another episode of the Mart Podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us. Hello. Um, Elizabeth and I actually got to go to um, Life of Women Live this summer and um, and spend the weekend there with a ton of y'all who came. Yes. Um, and, and one of the fun things is that we got to record live episodes on the podcast. It was so much fun. Yes. And so we were on the concourse and got to just interview a bunch of our platform speakers who included Bible study authors, some mm-hmm. of our ministry partners, and just a bunch of people that we love a ton and people that we were just excited to get to know a little bit better. Yes, it was so great to talk to all of them. And it was great to see some of y'all in in the live studio audience, I I guess you could say. Um, So just know that this audio will be a little bit different because it was recorded live. And so we have just some buzz of the room and some crowd noises. So it will be a little bit different. You may have to adjust your volume button a tad, but we just wanted y'all to be able to experience it like we did. Yes. And so every single um, person that we talked to, we asked the same three questions. Mm -hmm. And so you'll hear those throughout these bonus episodes. Uh, but hope that you enjoy just kind of a deeper look into um, into their lives and kind of where they are uh, ministry-wise. And, um, and we hope that you enjoy these episodes. So glad that y'all are joining us for another episode of the Marked Podcast from Lifeway Women. We are actually recording this live in Orlando, Florida yes. at Lifeway Women Live, which is a ton of fun. So fun. I know. And we're having a blast. We've got all these fun guests here just for these short, fun, three-question-ish interviews, you know, unless yes. something else pops into mind. Yes. Um, but our guest right now is Mary Beth Chapman. Hey, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So yes. glad to be here. We are glad you yeah. are here. Glad to have you. So we're kind of asking some questions along okay. the theme of a quarter of three strands okay. and together. Sure. So um, the first question is more about your relationship with Christ, though, and how that has been a sure foundation in your life. And then also, how does it affect your everyday now? Well, sure. Obviously, loaded. Big question. Right. Big question. Um, And I can speak specifically from the journey that even our family's been on Mm -hmm. in this last 10 years of losing our youngest daughter, um, Maria. And she is fully alive with Jesus. But it really... Uh, I think the past 10 years has really been uh, kind of a, uh, a reaffirmation of the commitment I made. I, I became a Christian when I was five years old, so mm-hmm. I grew up in the church, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, um, pretty legalistic background. Mm-hmm. Um, once Stephen and I got married, um, started attending Christ Community Church where our pastor, Scotty Smith, really kind of opened up my eyes to grace yeah. and, 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 and just the reality of I was bought with a price and I'm, yeah. you know, fully secure. Um, I think um, walking in that relationship with Christ, knowing that event like this, you're mm-hmm. going to be on a mountaintop and all these women are going right. to like leave here mm-hmm. going, this is the most amazing thing. I'm so glad I know Jesus. And, right. da, da, da. and then tomorrow, boo, we're back in the valley. Life. <laughs> Something's yeah. going to happen yes. in the valley comes, mm-hmm. you know, and 
and uh, I've kind of adopted this. If you're uh, if you're hurting, you know you're alive, right? I right. Mean, life is just hard, yeah. and so to have that relationship with Christ be steady, and um, and it, it, it's everything. It's been everything to me because I kind of consider myself a skeptic, a little bit of a really is this is this really if, if is this really it? Because of the journey with Luz and Maria, I've questioned faith. I've questioned. I've questioned it all. Yeah. Um, I spoke earlier in the session about I went on this free fall of faith, landed on the firm foundation that is Jesus, okay. face planted, lots of questions, lots of hard, but that reality and knowing that that is never going to go anywhere, whether it's a good day, you're on the mountain, whether you're in the valley. Um, so it is everything, that relationship with Christ, first and foremost, mm-hmm. before any other relationship can be you know, can be what it needs to be. Yeah. And I love, and even just as we've asked that question so far this weekend, just the very similar threads, because I think Mm -hmm. the Lord takes every single one of us on a different journey to understanding those things. Right. Mm -hmm. But I love just the truth that everybody comes back to that. Like he, like he's it, like he is it for us. And and, and it's a decision. It's a choice. It's an ongoing choice. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that through our journey, my journey in particular, um, it's no secret a lot of times when people are talking about my my husband and I's relationship he's Tigger I'm Eeyore his glasses half full his glasses overflowing most of the time mine's half empty if not Mm -hmm. empty you know there's this reality of I am the questioner I am the skeptic I am the is this is this really it and for um for Jesus to be so patient and so uh life giving to me to go mm-hmm. you can rail against me you can be as angry as you want like yeah. i have been i right. have rattled the cages mm-hmm. i've been i in my times when people won't see me in my home going i don't get this i'm so mad at you and and yet the loving kindness of the lord yeah. is always there it's always consistent as ugly as i have been in my faith journey going is this really true yeah. like show me show me. you've got to show me that that this is where this all is going and, and, and for his loving kindness to continue to show me there is goodness in the, yeah. um, uh, there's goodness in the land of the living. Okay. It's, it's not just this obtainable thing that we're all gonna realize once we're in eternity, but yeah. it is in the here and now amongst the hard, yeah. amongst the mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, the longer we live, the harder it's getting. It's yeah, just reality, right. but to know that you know, whether we're the skeptic, whether we're the eternal optimist, mm-hmm. that this, you know, foundation of Jesus is this constant. Right. And I've definitely experienced that. Yeah. And I think that's another common thread that we've seen is everybody has said, basically, he is the foundation. And then when life got hard, that's when I kind of saw that foundation. Yeah. And it is a sure foundation. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. It's not rocky. Um, it's he's steady and sure and steadfast in in those days and months immediately following our accident Mm -hmm. I've never been more keenly aware and more um, alive to the fact that Jesus is alive and Jesus is working all things together for good it doesn't make sense I would have rather had the story been written another way But I just remember those early days, things that would come back out of me that I've been taught years and years and years right, through yeah. great Bible studies, through teaching, through our pastors. Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff is just flowing out. I'm like, where's that coming from? Yeah. Like, it's in you, right? Yeah. And so when you get to that, those really, really hard places, yeah. it's, it's really in those times that you go, it's, this is true. This mm-hmm. is true. Right. Um, I do not know um, if you didn't have hope, if you didn't have faith. Yeah. 
you know, when things are going really, really wrong, mm-hmm. to, to land on that hope and that faith that this, this is the answer. I, I don't know how yeah. you, you move on. Yeah, you know? right. Absolutely. Well, and kind of shifting gears a little bit, we're talking a lot about community and being better together this weekend. And so how has your community and relationship with others marked your walk with Christ, doing, like doing life with other people, whether they're yeah. your family or friends? Sure. So we're in a unique, <laughs> it's a little bit of a unique position that we're in, yeah. having my husband, who he is, Stephen Curtis, um, so we're kind of in that public sphere. Mm-hmm. So it's a little difficult, like there's a lot of times right. that I feel super isolated and yeah. lonely, right? Mm-hmm. Like all these people here are my friends, they've prayed for me, and I know them from mm-hmm. like this distance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and that's great, and these people have prayed for us, mm-hmm. and but we do have this like public persona, so it's really hard to go. What is your community? Who are your people? Yeah. Right. Um, um, we have a big family, you know, six children, six grandchildren. Now mm. I call them my grandpile, um, <laughs> and they, uh, um, and, and they are first and foremost. They all live yeah. within like four or five miles. We're super tight knit, partly because of what we've been through, partly because we just made a decision that obviously we are family. We have each other's back. Yeah. That's right. our first and foremost kind of our community. Um, they're all spread out in ages, and so we're exhausted most of the time, <laughs> but it is a fun kind of exhaust, yeah. exhaustion. And then the community of people that, you know, Steve travels a lot. I travel some. You know, just making those decisions like how do we kind of pair back, and then when we are at home, who are our community yeah. of people around us? And we have, you know, that handful of um, small group per se, not necessarily right. that we're all together all the time, but those, you know, three, four, or five couples that have our back no matter what, mm-hmm. and it's been crucial. Again, I spoke earlier. Um, in the session <clears throat> some of our dearest friends are Jeff and Jan Moore who've been with us we told them we were pregnant with Emily you know she's oh, 33 wow. years old they ended up adopting two kiddos from China as wow. a result of our story so we've raised all of our kids together we're still in community yeah. and um, I could pick up the phone right now and say I need you they'd be there yeah. so we're, we're kind of going to finish strong together life we've got a couple you know you know a couple couples like that in our in our life that that really are we call them the 2 a.m friends that's right. like yeah. something's going down and you mm-hmm. we need you them to you call yeah. and again that's a for Stephen and I it's a pretty selective group just yeah. because you know it's it's just hard you live so much of your life um, outward, mm-hmm. and it's what we've been called to, and and we want to um, be an encouragement to the body, mm-hmm. and um, we've always wanted to live kind of with our story like this, extremely honest. I won't, I I w- I didn't write the book at first because I'm like I cannot do this unless you let me be excruciatingly honest, yeah, and sometimes right. that's you know I'm like I don't know what people are gonna think mm-hmm. when they see my railing and my anger, but. The people who are around us in community, they've seen our process and they've seen how hard it has been um, for a time in our life in particular marked by the accident of just the enemy wanting to divide. And it it is but by God and God alone that it didn't destroy our family. And and if that can just be um, protected by our community of people that, that care well for us, then it encourages us and gives us strength then to be outward facing because... Like I said again earlier in the session, we do not have the corner on hard things. Everybody has hard. And it's, you know, who who do you call in, you know, in your circle? And who do you trust? And um, in in today's uh, 
culture of Instagram and Facebook and yeah. easy to message each other. It's like, who can you ultimately trust to go, man, this is where I'm really struggling. I just got to be honest. And it's so important to have those people. And yeah. we have been blessed with the, a handful of people that are our 2 a.m. friends that we can go, it is not going well. Yeah. Right. And, and again, I said earlier, it's like they could write the book. Like yeah. if we go disappear, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> then, they'll, then they'll release the, the, real, the yes. real story. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And we all need, I think everybody has said, that, again, they're just, I love the similar threads because these things mm-hmm. are so crucial to us as believers, like to be in community, to have those people. And it doesn't have to be dozens of people. Like it no. just, right. like who are, who is, who are your two AM friends? I think mm-hmm. that's a great way to think about it. Yeah. So it's like, and I feel like the older I get to that circle gets small, like you, it's yeah. smaller. And I've read somewhere where you, you should be able to count your, your best friends on, you know, like on one hand, cause you really have to have those people that you, that you can ultimately trust. Um, again, it's different in the life that we live yeah. because we do, <clears throat> I know I can't speak for Stephen, but for, for myself, it can be a lonely, yeah. a lonely place to sit and go, okay, there's thousands of people that see what I post on Instagram. I try to be super real. Like I usually don't have makeup on <laughs> and I usually have my hair up in a ponytail. For anybody that follows me on Instagram, it's like, you do not look like you normally look because I'm like, I'm just me, right? Yeah, I don't have yeah. time to be fruity all the time. <laughs> and um, so I want to be real when, when we live in a day of things being perpetuated, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. how, how do you live in authenticity? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we take snapshots of what's great and talk about that yeah and i think that can for me i can get really lonely feeling and almost de- well i am kind of clinically depressed but that's for another discussion mm-hmm. but but you know i just i want to be authentic and then i think that calls people to go who are my authentic yeah. friends who right. can i trust mm-hmm. you know this is life but this is really life these yeah. are the yeah. people that we're doing life with mm-hmm. that we're going to dinner with mm-hmm. that we're you know hanging out with at the house that we're going on trips with you know yeah. how how can you know that's the real relationship and so yeah. I try to convey that in my public persona too yeah. because I want people to know it, it is hard life's hard yeah. it's, just, real it's life. just hard yeah you know it's it's not all what it's cracked up to mm-hmm. can be the appearance of yeah. right yeah and I think that's going to be such an encouragement because I, I would imagine we don't really know who listens to the podcast, um, but I would imagine a lot of ministers' wives listen. And yeah. I know that is a similar, like, I mean, sure. you are a minister's wife, but just that's a similar vein, like a pastor's wife or a, you know, working on church staff. Sure. It who do you can trust, be very right? Lonely. It's so yeah. isolating. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um, and it's just important to, to find those people. And we, have, like I said, we've been blessed to have some people long term in our life um again the people that i can count on one hand have been in our journey you know 25 30 years yeah. so and then and then really first and foremost it's our posse of family like yeah. we have each other's back like we yeah. we know the story right everybody in our family we know mm-hmm. and so um i'm kind of mama bear that way so awesome. <laughs> and when we had emily we had emily your daughter on the podcast a few months ago and we'll link to that in the show notes so everybody can listen but she talked about that same thing yeah, so it's so much fun that to means see to both, yeah. both sides of that mm-hmm. and as we're talking about kind of the more public facing so we are and you alluded to this earlier about these women are about to leave here and go out and they've just been poured into this weekend and just as we think about engaging culture in general what are some what is some advice or encouragement you have to women as they try to engage the world around them right um 
And my husband always talks about, and this is an amazing event, by the way. I, I feel so, so honored and really not deserving of being here. You know, I'm looking at the roster of the speakers that Lifeway brought in, some of the most amazing Bible teachers that I've looked up to, I've listened to, yeah. I've absorbed their their stuff, and then it's like, hey, Mary Beth, you want to come to an interview? I'm like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I don't need to be here. But um, you're right. These women have heard the best of the best this weekend. Obviously, um, it's very appropriate and very amazing to to bring women together to kind of have a giant pep rally and go, we're doing this together. Yeah. What do we do? Right. And then you're right. This is like the you know tip of Mount Everest, and it's like they're gonna leave. And there's going to be a diagnosis. There's going to be an accident. Yeah. There's going to be a divorce. There's going to be hard stuff. Or going back to reality of just the mundane mm-hmm. of right. soccer and school schedules. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what do I fix for lunch? And do yeah. I do this or do I do that? And it's like we quickly kind of go back down into that that valley. And it's like leaving here, how do we engage what we've heard? And then in our culture, obviously, um, um, there's so much to be done, right? In, yeah. the, in the United States alone, globally, my husband talks a lot when um, young singer-songwriters approach him and go, I've got these songs, I want to do this, I have this idea of, of being a recording artist, et cetera, et cetera, how do I start, what do I do? Mm-hmm. He talks a lot about blooming where you're planted. Yeah. So yeah. you're looking at thousands of women who, who knows, you're right, they're pastors' right. wives, they're small group leaders, they're moms, they're dentists, they're doctors, they're lawyers, they're yeah. stay-at-home, they're homeschool moms, they're all over. And it's like, mm-hmm. what do you do with what you're doing in that moment to engage culture? Yeah. I think that um, it's very important that we are aware of what's going on politically in the world, socially in the world, um, mm-hmm. social justice, where, you know, what is your heart calling you to? Obviously, our family was called to adoption all those years ago, right. and then how do, I just remember, again, for our platform, it was a bigger platform, but it was like, Steve, I feel a responsibility. How do I engage culture? How do we use your platform to engage yeah. culture in this story that's not being told? And so... God called us to this story of adoption, and then it's like, okay, but you have a platform. I feel like totally responsible to go. We can't hide this under a bushel, so right. let's begin to talk about it. And how can we make it better and ethical mm-hmm. and legitimate? And you know, talk about the hard things with adoption, not just the, you know, just all of it. And it's like that's our kind of um, engaging the culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. not any more important than you know a mom that's just trying to survive right. <laughs> eight hours of triplets yeah. or you know it's like how do we engage and just go i heard this here and now i'm going to plug it into yes. wherever i am uh-huh. and then come together as a body of believers women groups mm-hmm. and 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 just begin to you know change and shape culture i think yeah. that um obviously women are super powerful i always i don't know how many people out there watched um my big fat Greek wedding. Oh, yeah. There's a uh-huh. line in there about how the husband husband is the head. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but the woman is the neck. No, I have an amazing husband. This is what I will say about that. I have for, I have an amazing husband who leads really well. Yeah. And I think it's important for me to say that um, anybody that knows me knows I'm a pretty strong woman. If you're into Enneagram, mm-hmm. I'm told I'm an eight, which okay. is not probably because I usually function out of not health. So <laughs> I'll leave you guys to decide kind of how that can play out. Uh-huh. I'm a super, su- I'm an eight, 
Um, but I have a husband who leads well. Yeah. And I know in, uh, in this day of women being so empowered to have great teaching and change culture, I'm grateful that my husband has led our family well and has really empowered me to step into what culture I can shape. And yeah. so I'm really, really thankful for him. Awesome. Well, and we're, Oh. oh, go ahead, Elizabeth. I was just going to say, we're so thankful for the way that you have stepped into that yeah. um, gap for adoption and orphans. And just the care, even after adoption, is so unique and yeah. something that we're thankful for y'all's, yeah. y'all's work in It's that. messy. You know, we can't just tell yeah. the good story because there's, yeah. there's right. people really hurting and have agreed to step into that hurt. Yes. So we would be remiss if we didn't at least help give tools or direction yeah. or, you know, continuing to go, how can we make it better? And again, yeah. that's that whole engaging for our family in that culture, yeah. you know, yeah. and so, but again, no less important than what every woman does here on their day-to-day, in yeah. their day-to-day yeah. life. It's like, how do I take what God's given me then and start to affect change, you know, yeah. for the kingdom, you yes. know? Yeah. And if every single one of us would do that, would look mm-hmm. and go, Lord, what have you asked me to do? And rather than looking to the right and to the left, I right. think we would see something happen that we can't even imagine. Yeah, and so. certainly in love, right? Like yeah. there's so yes. much hate and there's so much pointing fingers and the, and it's just, it's like, how can we go? We are all the body. We yeah. are all going to have extremely varying opinions. Yeah. Um, I always said if I had a podcast, it would be, it's my opinion, I'd be yours. <laughs> <laughs> How's good. that for a title? We'll go. probably not go over very well. I'm just saying, we all have our opinions, yeah. right? Yeah. But how do we love? Like, you may mm-hmm. have a very different opinion about something than I do, but we're mm-hmm. believers, we're sisters. Yeah. So right. how can we, I hear you, and how can you hear me and not hate? Like, yep. that, like mm-hmm. that's the thing moving forward in the body. It's like we got to begin to understand that there's going to be a vast majority of opinions, but how yep. do we love well? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what ultimately shapes culture. Well, thank you so much yeah, for thank you. doing this interview with us today. This has been a ton of fun. We're having a great time at Life for Women Live. And Mary Beth, we just really enjoyed having you. Thank you for having me. You guys are today. awesome. You guys do such a great job. Thank oh, you. This was I'm great. honored. Thank you. It. Absolutely. Thank you. Yay. We loved chatting with Mary Beth Chapman. And some of you may have already listened to the episode that we had her and Stephen Curtis Chapman on earlier this this fall. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had Emily, their daughter, Emily yes. Richards, on um, earlier this year and really enjoyed our conversation with them. Um, but if you want more of Stephen and Mary Beth Chapman, we've got something for you. Here we go. Are you ready for a great adventure? I am. Then join Mary Beth and Stephen Curtis Chapman on an Alaskan cruise next summer. Woo! Start planning now so you can see the fingerprints of God as you explore Skagway, Juneau, and Victoria, British Columbia. Dive into the teaching, music, storytelling, fellowship, and more. You'll want to be able to say, I will be here, and have someone go there with you. Invite a friend, your husband, your Bible study group. There's really no better place to live out loud. Register today at lifeway.com slash Chapman Cruise and join us. Join us. We would love, I mean, I don't know that we'll be on the cruise, but like a lot of our friends will, and we would love for it's, you guys to, to be a part of yeah. this. If that is, if you love cruising and you love the Chapmans, you love Alaska, this is for you. We hope that what's not to love, what's not to love. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mary Margaret C and at E.D. Heineman. 
Use the hashtag MarkPodcast to connect with us. You can also find LifeWay Women on all social media channels at LifeWay Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifeWayWomen.com forward slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the show. We'll see you next time. Thank you.